desert of the real. Take heed that no man deceive you. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. We're seeing things in a different way. God knows it ain't his. It sure ain't no surprise. Yeah, we're living on the edge. Good afternoon. Saturday, the 9th of April 2022. I'm Tom Richardson after a little bit of a break with the Removing Confusion podcast. Yes, it is. That's uh, kind of appropriate for the world we live in today. Everything seems to be upside down, backwards. Who knows what's coming next as we go closer and closer to what will be the end, I'm sure. Um, again, here at the Removing Confusion podcast, we do not put any dates on the end of the uh of the world so just so we know the uh some there's a lot of news it's hard to tell what's big and what's it all depends on your perspective i guess of what you think is big news and what's little news or no news at all but i've got to tell you i try to bring you things that are uh worthy of your prayers firstly your consideration and your action I don't care if you're a mother, father, grandmother, grandparent, grandfather, cousin, aunt, uncle, nephew, whatever you, whatever your, your lot in life is, wherever placement you've been put, there is a lot of things going on that is going to affect the generation that comes after us. Now, again, we don't know how much time we have left personally or completely. Uh, you've heard some talk here from me and from Mike, uh, who comes on with me once in a while about how we look at things. I'm not afraid to air that here. This is my platform. And, uh, I know there's a, a probably 90% of the Christians out there do not agree with the uh, status of my belief as far as the rapture of the church goes, but that's not what we're talking about today. I just kind of got off on a sidetrack. The news of the week is pretty grim in some ways, and we're going to start first off with stumbling Joe Biden. You know, I play these because if I got to listen to it, so do you. <laughs> That's not very nice, is it? But uh, he 
he finally got his way and, and he got Katisha, whatever her name is, Katashi, whatever her last name's Jackson, I think. Brown Jackson. Katanji. Katanji Brown Jackson affirmed as the or confirmed is the right word. Sorry. I didn't mean anything. I didn't mean to say anything that would be construed as racial. Uh, confirmed as the next and newest Supreme Court justice. And then we'll discuss her. We've talked about her already in the past. But, you know, here they are. They're all excited. This is just a couple of short clips real quick. And, you know, it's always fun to listen to, to Stumbling Joe Beanbag Brain try to get through any kind of a, you know, anything. Here you go. America is a nation. He says, here we go. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. And uh, we were sitting alone. I had an interpreter and he had an interpreter. And he looked at me in all seriousness. He said, can you define America for me? And I said what many of you heard me say for a long time. I said, yes, I can. In one word, possibilities. Possibilities. That in America, everyone should be able to go as far as their hard work and God-given talent will take them. And possibilities. We're the only ones. That's why we're viewed as the ugly Americans. We think anything's possible. I knew We're not viewed as the ugly Americans because we think everything is possible. What a retard. Who is this guy? Where? What planet is he from? And then he goes on to to make the the now this if you don't know and most most of you do, but if you don't know, Katanji Brown Jackson is an African American female judge. She's sat on the federal bench. Uh, it's funny though. When she was being confirmed to sit at the D.C. Uh, appellate court, I think it was, bench, several well-known Republican big mouths out there, and they're not really, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I tell this to my, I've told it to my brother the other day and my wife, and, uh, you know, we've all heard it. I, it's not a new one. The Republicans, the Democrats, at this time, for the most part, are are two wings on the same dirty bird. Because you have a, a cesspool on the Republican side, and you know the Democrats. I'm uh, hey, we already know where the socialists stand. We already know that they want to usher in a Chinese Communist Party, Russian oligarch old days kind of you know the old soviet union style police state they've already developed facebook to be this stasi inspired uh information gathering source and then you get twitter and insta and whatever else and you know um we're all kind of guilty at one point or another of social uh media whatever you know twitter is the big one for the politician yeah I, I i forgot my password so i can't even get into it so i, don't, I really don't care 
I know I'm missing out on some stuff, but I, I, I'll pick it up along the way. These things here that I'm playing for you today were from Twitter feed and then reposted on a, a, a new site that I came across. It's not a new site probably, but one that I came across, and I'll, it's called Envolve, E-N-V-O-V, uh, sorry, V-O-L-V-E, Involve. And we're going to read read through, a, uh, not read the articles, but I'm going to refer to a couple as we go along. This is another where, you know, Joe gets to talk about how Ms. Jackson was treated so horribly while she was being confirmed. I knew it wouldn't be easy, but I knew the person I nominated would be put through a painful and difficult confirmation process. Painful. But I have to tell you, what Judge Jackson was put through was well beyond that. Oh, brother. There was verbal abuse, the anger, the constant interruptions, the most vile, baseless assertions and accusations. In the face of it all, Judge Jackson showed the incredible character and integrity she possesses. Poise. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I don't know who that was in the background. Threw my iPod down. Let me let me explain something to those of you. Now I didn't sit and guarantee you. Uh, I did not sit and watch the entire confirmation. I picked up little pieces of it here and there. I I, I rummaged through the uh, internet feeds here and there to to find some. You know, and I played some for you already. Where she uh, wouldn't even answer the question posed to her by a, a woman. Was it Marcia? Blackburn, who asked her, can you define what a woman is? And she says, no, I can't do that. Uh, I'm not a biologist. And I, I love, you know, this this whole thing is going on in, in our nation right now with this transgender stuff and the homosexual stuff. Look, if it's what you want to do, do it and shut up. I don't care. I know it's wrong, and I, I can back it all up with the uh, open Bible that I have laying in front of me. I don't point fingers. Look, sin is sin, and I, I, I tell you what, there's times when I get myself so frustrated and mad, that's a sin. I've lost my temper, and we have to be very careful. I tell people at my church when I teach on a Wednesday you know, and I have my Bible there. I said, look, you know, here it is. Right in the back of my book, I, I went through and found a bunch of verses about anger and, and the negative stuff about anger. There's like one verse that actually says, you know, be angry and sin not. Now, if you can figure out how to do that, then you, you're welcome to do it. But I'm going to tell you right now, I see people constantly in these states and fits of anger. The uh, the other day, it was, you know, played it a bit there where it showed Biden, always mad, pointing fingers, you know, fist out there. And he did it in this one, you know, how she's went through such a terrible, because they asked her about her background. They And you know what? It's public record. They didn't get a chance to let Nancy Pelosi get in there and rip up all of her, uh, old court documents like she did Donald Trump's speech uh, several years ago, which was actually breaking the law, and she wasn't that accountable for it. 
We don't hold those people accountable for the laws they break. They can get away with just about anything. But this woman, I don't, you know, I have, I have no ill feelings towards her personally. Let's just stay professional. Okay. And they, they meld together professional and personal evidently, but you know, we'll just stay with what she, what's on the record for her. And it's proven that she's gone light on pedophiles and she's gone light sentencing wise on, um, child pornographers, people who have had vast amounts of child pornography on their computers that, that faced, I mean, we're talking some really bad stuff, evidently, that faced serious 10-year or more sentences. She let one guy out in, in like three months or five months for, for kitty porn, they call it, K-I-D-D-E-I-E, I-E, K-I-D-D-I-E, kitty porn. That's disgusting. This is a woman who has children. What if it was one of her children that was found in that mess? Would it have been a different sentence? Or would we just throw our hands up? Oh, no, it's okay. That's why she was had, she had, you know, when you go for a Senate confirmation, it makes no difference. The opposing side, in this case, Dem, uh, the Republicans, I'm sorry, uh, Ted Cruz, Marsh Blackburn, a few others, uh, they ask her some tough questions. I guess Lindsey Graham, you know, the great Lindsey Graham, he got it walked out at one point or something. But, you know, the uh, the leftist, you know, like, uh, what's his name, Cory Booker, oh, judge, oh, man, this is just so, I can't, you know, he's, he's weeping and he's he's overjoyed that a black lady has been nominated for the bench. Now, you know something? I'm all for it. I'm not a racist. But give me someone who's qualified, not just somebody, you know, okay, she's a judge and she's been a judge. But her her record on upholding crime is atrocious. And that leads us in, I'm going I'm to leave it there. That's for, you know, you do your research and see what all is in her in her closet in her suitcase whatever you want to say her, her background what what has she got back there that shows her to be the choice i mean there's plenty i'm sure there are other female african american judges that joe biden could have picked but why did he pick her why is it because the laptop from hell as it's been known or being called that belonged to his son, Hunter, that they tried to say back in 2020 was a Russian disinformation hoax because it contained some very graphic, and I've never looked at it. I've seen blurred out you know, here and there on the TV they show and some internet stuff that I've had sent to me. Uh, nothing that I'd want to see any more of. But, you know, very bad pictures of him smoking crack and, 
and you know laying in a bed wearing women's clothing or women's undergarments and uh with his i think it was his niece teenager so what do we got now we got us a a, a debacle and then you got the whole you know this there's there's a lot of stuff going on uh you can't, you can't really keep your mind wrapped around some of the things that that are happening boy i wrote up a, a nice little thing here i think it's nice in my my, my opinion okay <clears throat> we'll get to that later florida we, we talked about the other day how Florida, the governor signed the bill. It's a parental rights bill. And these bills are, are creeping and popping up all over the, the country, from what I understand. This is the big one, you know, because it got, it got the Disney folks mad. It's got every gay pre- pre- preacher, every gay teacher you can find, you know, shaking their fist at, 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 the, at, the, uh, at Tallahassee and, and getting all worked up and saying, the don't say gay bill, you know, they, they, they started out the Oscars, which really turned into a, a fiasco. Nobody remembers the Oscars except for, you know, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Who won the best picture, worst picture? No, I don't know. I didn't watch this crap, by the way. I do not watch it at all. Grammys, Oscars, uh, they have the, the next one's the uh, country music or what CMA, I guess they call it. I don't watch it. I watched it a couple of years ago. I taped it. So I don't watch all them stupid commercials and I'm sitting there and I, I told my buddy, Mike, I says, I didn't know anybody there until Willie came out and he was, he's in really bad shape. He, his lungs are about shot from smoking dope and cigarettes, but you know, along the way, I mean, there was some, but most of it was this hip hop pop country junk. You know, I like the old stuff. You know, I'll, I'll even let you play Eddie Rabbit if you have to. But, you know, that's really stretching it. Yeah, even Garth, you know, that kind of thing. And Reba, you know, they're they're fairly new compared to the guys I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, Johnny Cash and, and Charlie Pride and Kitty Wells and uh, Patsy Cline, you know, that kind of stuff. That goes way back. That's the real stuff. You know, Haggard. I don't don't let don't let me slip and forget hag <clears throat> so anyway <laughs> the women start the thing out yelling gay 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 because they have twisted this bill which i have the summary for in my hand there they call it the don't say gay bill now i know if you're tuned in you've already heard a thousand times from every uh conservative talker out there that the word gay is not even in this bill. Let's just go through it very quick. The bill chapter 2022-22 LOF and it's called the CSCSHS 1557 Parental Rights in Education by Judiciary Judiciary Committee Education and Employment Committee Rep. Representative Harding and others. This is a state bill put forth by the state of Florida. 
Now, what you do in your state should be, that's it. That's the law. You're not vi- they're not violating federal law with this thing. Uh, I'm going to skip through a little bit. I want to sit here. I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm not one of those read you the entire thing. You can go online. I gave you the number 1557 This Florida state bill 50, 50, 1557, one, five, five, seven parental rights in education bill. The bill prohibits a school district from maintaining procedures that require school district personnel to withhold from a parent or encourage a student to withhold information related to a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. School board procedures may authorize school district personnel to withhold information only for a reasonable belief that disclosure would subject the student to abuse, abandonment, or neglect. So if the kid has decided to be out of the closet in school maybe or other whatever nefarious acts he may have or she or they or whoever, whatever, you know, the 500 pronouns they have, that uh, they won't release that because in fear that they might be uh, injured at home. Oh, my goodness. Basically, this bill says between the kindergarten kindergarten and third grade, there will be no speaking about sex to the children. I let that lay for a minute, didn't I? Because it's kind of, disgusting in my book and i'm gonna i am going to play a couple of things for you here in a moment which should curl your hair when if you're a child or i'm sorry if you're a, a, a parent or a grandparent specifically it says Additionally, schools may not administer a well-being questionnaire or health screening form to a student in kindergarten through grade three without first receiving consent from the student's parent. I'm going to tell you, go through the whole bill. 1557 Florida Bill HB. 1557. You won't find the word gay. But if you listen to the idiots on the TV... They're, oh, the anti-gay bill. Don't say gay bill. You know, it's not that at all. It's like you want your teachers to teach reading, writing, arithmetic. That's what we say out here in the, in the sticks. Not what you can do. I won't go into it. This is a, a little montage where uh, uh, several things happen here. And it, and I put it together for you so you wouldn't have to listen to forty five minutes or something. But this is the, the first part. This woman, you know, I may stop here and there and and just explode with you as we go through this thing. It's really really disturbing of what they want to be able to teach children in your public schools. The younger children starting in pre-K, we talk about their bodies, about the parts that they were born with, um, about 
penises and vaginas and whether that makes somebody a boy or a girl, but also their feelings. What do they feel like inside? Do they feel like a boy or a girl? What does their head say? Does their head and their heart and their body match up? Pre-K, pre-kindergarten, they're talking to children about penises and vaginas and whether they feel like that belongs on them. I'm sorry that this thing is going the direction that it is right now. But you have to understand. Some of these things you won't hear on the TV. You have to do a little researching and running all over the place to find them. But these are te- this is a, an administrator, a teacher administrator. And this, this is what they talk about to a pre-kindergarten class, trying to queer them up before they even, you know, pre-kindergarten. Pre-kindergarten. These are children who when they look at each other, they <laughs> they just look at each other and they see these little blobs that look like them. You know, and they interact with them. You know, maybe they push and shove or whatever. They play trucks or whatever, you know, and, and building blocks and this kind of thing. They don't care about, I mean, all that stuff that they, you know, they don't need to know the proper names for these things that they possess it's gross but that's what they want to do with pre-k and then second grade we move on explicitly to gender identity and talk about it again in terms of your head and your heart and your body parts matching up and does that work for you What happens if it doesn't? And the kids draw wonderful self-portraits again, um, but dealing with all aspects of their identity, including specifically their gender identity. Are you kidding me? I have to make a note because at the end of this, we're going to talk about a couple of things. But what is the agenda here? What is the bottom line agenda here? And we'll talk about that shortly. Gender expression is what you share with the world. It's something that you can change from day to day. It's completely up to you. Sexual orientation is who you are emotionally and physically attracted to. We talk about gender identity specifically with the gender unicorn, this time talking about things as a continuum. Can anybody explain to me what is a gender unicorn? I didn't look it up. I'm almost afraid to. But we explained it with the gender unicorn. Oh, my goodness. I'm about to fall off my chair. Students call me AP Ellis uh, since I don't use gendered pronouns uh, in my name. This is actually a, like a vice principal or something of a school. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I personally identify both as gender nonconforming and gender non-binary in that I do not feel just female or male, but I feel uh, a mix of, of that within myself. Uh, 
than this complaint about misgendering. As a trans person, it does get really tiresome in conversations where I'm being misgendered and I'm carrying the discomfort of another adult for their mistake um, and, and sort of have to take the burden of the discomfort of that. Uh, and again, I think kids do a really miraculous job of not doing that. I'm going to open the door for our student panelists to weigh in here. I feel respected with my gender, but I definitely think that we should talk about it more outside and like more throughout different classes during the day. I'm in middle school and I have a younger sibling in fourth grade and not 100% sure what their pronouns are. Conservative political operatives have figured out what riles up their base. The fake threat that... Uh, This is Joy Reid from MSNBC with a Harvard degree in, I don't know, cooking or something. ...are trying to indoctrinate their children, to groom them to become gay or trans. These terms, indoctrination, grooming, predator, accusing innocent people of being pedophiles or being soft on pedophiles, it is all so a very specific trigger for a group that is sinking its teeth into our political discourse. It's a trigger. As a preschool teacher, a drag king, and as a member of the LGBTQ community, how do I feel about the new legislations for like the don't say gay bill? I don't care what the government tells me to do. I am going to do what I think is best for the health and safety of my kids. She's going to, she doesn't care what the bill says. This is not just a piece of paper. You know, I, I, I love the old, we used to call it the, what was it? Schoolhouse rock. It was when you were a kid, in my era, era uh, they had cartoons like, you know, Bugs Bunny and Scooby and that, you know, you, you didn't have to worry about them drawing penises on the rabbit or at least I, I know I've never heard like Disney does, but you know, <laughs> my goodness, she's a drag king. A teacher for children, little kids. Before that was a a little girl, probably less than 10, who says, I I don't know what their pronouns are, but we should talk more about it outside, you know, out in the world. A little girl. This is, and then Joy Reid says that we're triggered, and we they're they're grooming and indoctrinating our the children. You know that this is, but all they're doing is helping the little ones figure out what they are. They make me sick. I'll let this dimwit finish. Adopting the slogan. Save the children, which, of course, sounds perfectly noble, innocent enough on its face. But as Associate Press reports, has actually become a dog whistle to QAnon supporters. Oh, the, this is yeah. QAnon all the way down. Republicans are repurposing old smears to taint Democrats as part of a shadowy cabal of child sex abusers. May I tell you right now, I am not with QAnon. I never have been. 
I've never even paid any attention to their videos, audios, or written material. Nothing that you hear on this program or have heard, to the best of my knowledge, was ever from Q. And it's not that they were always wrong. It's just I don't like things I don't know who is behind it. That's why I give you my name every time I start out. This agenda we played for you the other day, the woman came around and said, my queer agenda for Disney, the CEO, I think it was, or one of, one of the muckety-mucks up there. They have an agenda. It's not hidden. She, she, the one woman, I, I don't hide it. It's there. I am trying to inject into the movies and the cartoons as much queer I can. Why are they doing this stuff? Carry on. Um, another montage for you. It's a little bit more of the going shifting gears into the Disney realm again. Because you just need to know. And I'm a cast member here at the, well, for Disneyland, actually. I've been with them for quite Now, this is a lady in California, evidently, who is a cast member for Disney. She is not uh, one of the nut job, you know, whatevers. Long time, and it's gotten very political, and it's gotten very hard to be who you are. It's gotten very hard to be someone who has conservative values someone who believes in the right to choose, somebody who believes that it's okay to stand up for righteousness. It is okay to stand up for righteousness. Any Disney cast members that are afraid to be bold, that are afraid to be courageous, stand up. It's okay. You're not alone. In the book of Ephesians, where Paul describes the armor of God, he says, if having done all to stand, I believe it's a comma or or a semicolon, but that pause comes in, stand therefore. I'm going to tell you something. The problem here with us in America, I'm sticking to America at this point, um, is conservatives, Christians, real Christians, have taken a back seat. Well, I'll pray about it. And that's good. I want you to pray, definitely. But the thing of it is, is God wants action from you, but not not knocking doors down, breaking windows, and setting things on fire. If that were the case, we'd probably be able to get enough Christians together to go burn Disneyland down. Now, I'm not advocating that, by the way. I'm just saying we, we, don't, we don't act that way. We don't go out of our way to harm people, no matter how disgusting they may be to us. We have our other ways to harm them. We knock them out of the economic system. We just quit buying their junk. We, kept, we cancel our Disney Plus, which I don't have one, uh, subscriptions we don't go to their park we don't buy their stuffed mickey mice and all the other things we try to do the best we can to figure out 
when I told you the other day, Disney owns practically everything. I don't even have ESPN on my, on my, uh, matter of fact, I didn't do it on purpose. I just don't watch for sports anymore. My new sport to watch has become, uh, the cooking competitions on food network. Uh, but you know, and it actually, it's kind of cool to watch somebody in 30 minutes create something, you know, but anyway, you know, I'm tired myself. I'm tired of people that continue to blame the government or expect the government to be their savior. It's not going to happen for all their woes. You know, you get, you everything that happens. We need to stand up and fix some of these things ourselves. And if, and to think all we need to do is get through to November and vote in a bunch of different liars that will have an R after their title. Listen to me. You out there who sit in the church on Sunday morning, or maybe you don't, but let's just go with it. The sleeping giant that calls itself the church slept through all the past 50 years of antichrist legislature. We kick God out of every public forum, and then people sit there and wonder, where's God? Where's God? Where was he at on 9-11 or at Sandy Hook when those little children were shot and killed? I'm going to tell you where he was at. He was right there where he always is. Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. But the government that we put in place with our votes stood there and said, well, we don't want anything to do with that God. The Democrats actually took a vote and then clapped and cheered when they said, we will not Mention the name of God on our platform. God, G, capital G, O, D, has no place on the Democrat platform. Republicans are probably not far away from that, but, you know, there's some really good people in the Republican Party. There's just a lot of bad ones, too. We need to wake up, and I'm specifically talking to the ones who consider themselves followers of Christ Jesus. This country, folks, is finished. The next thing that's going to happen is going to be the smash of your economy. And I, I, I don't know if I told you the other day, I think I did, that Biden passed this cryptocurrency switchover for your currency so that greenbacks are going to go away. This thing with Ukraine and Russia where Russia says, okay, you want to buy oil from us, it's not going to be called a petrodollar. You're going to trade your buckos in for rubles, period. How long before the, our friends who won't answer Joe Biden's phone calls do the same in Saudi Arabia? I'm sorry to say these things, but these things that I said, the, the, you know, the, when they hit the economy and they smash it, they can't be stopped. They may be slowed down, 
but we all need to repent. We all need to ask God to give us a little bit more time and then use it wisely. How do you use time wisely? You use it for God's purposes, not ours. Win souls for Christ. Ask for power to finish the race. Prepare for the storm that is coming. The the escape clause that many denominations hold to may not come when you think it will. So learn to lean on Jesus now. You might think you're self-sufficient. You might think you got it all figured out. You might think, hey, I don't, I, I, yeah, I pray, and I read my Bible once, once in a while. I go to church, you know, once a week. Is that enough? No. You need to lean in closer to Christ. You need to grab a hold. He'll allow it. He wants you to. This, this stuff that's preached today is no better sometimes than what these teachers want to preach and teach in the schools. Now, of course, they're not preaching homosexuality, but, well, some of them are. We'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, here's the thing. When you go to church and you want to hear a message that has been prepared and served to you, and it's about Jesus, it's not about the speaker that's not the right way. I can tell you right now, I've prepared messages I've not done in certain circumstances and in certain circles. I will do them here because nobody's going to tell me, oh, you shouldn't have said that. You might make somebody mad. You know, if I make you mad, tough. If it's from the the gospel of God, if it's from the word of God, you can't get mad at me, even though you will, I don't care. That escape clause may not come when you want it to. So we need to learn to lean on God now. You need you you may think you're self-sufficient, that's pride. Stand fast with a loving God and you will persevere these coming hard times. I'm telling you, there's going to be some hard times coming. There's going to be food shortages, fuel shortages. They are those are probably already happening. We just haven't seen them yet. You don't tap into the federal, uh, what is it, uh, what, strategic fuel reserves. Those are there for strategic purposes. You drill. You refine. You don't empty the reserves. Idiot. Men will not receive the truth from their enemies, and it is very seldom offered to them by their friends. On this very account, I have frankly uttered it. Alexis de de Tocqueville, whether you want to agree with him or not, he said it all. Men will not receive truth from their enemies, and they hardly ever hear it from their friends. I am your friend here. If you're listening to me, I may not know you, but I am your friend, and I will be. All you, got, you, you can contact me. The email's there. Send me one if you have questions or doubts. And sometimes I miss them. So, you know, just bear with me on the email thing. 
But I, I'm I get a little fired up. Let's go a little further into this thing, huh? And then we'll we'll discuss a few things. I know I'm going long today. In the United States, we're seeing a theme of the midterm elections emerging. It's the way you can see a wave start to form far from shore before it breaks on the beach. The theme, the talking point on the right, is about protecting kids from the dangers of the Walt Disney Company. Oh. Really. But Disney is just a a stand-in. It's just a symbol for something bigger. A conservative backlash to growing acceptance of gay and transgender people. A conservative fear that traditional beliefs are being trampled on. And there are entire networks that program to this fear and many politicians that react to it. That's the story here. As this CNN.com reporting says, three months into the new year, lawmakers in dozens of states have introduced a slew of bills that could limit the rights of LGBTQ Americans. Some of those bills are framed as parental rights bills. Opponents say they're really actually anti-gay bills, and it's easy to picture this battle continuing right through the midterm elections. But for folks who aren't partisan warriors, this battle is incredibly disheartening. (laughs) I spoke with a Disney executive who's caught in the middle of it right now, and they said, you know, Disney's brand for decades has been family-friendly and has been gay-friendly, and that hasn't been in conflict. That need not be in conflict. But the media organs that profit from conflict are on a crusade now, working overtime to demonize Disney, claiming the company is indoctrinating and sexualizing children through movies and TV shows. They try to tell you that uh, Disney's being canceled, you know, like they do with uh, people on Twitter or Facegram or whatever. I know I messed that up on purpose. You can't cancel Disney. No matter how big you think you are, they're a multi, multi, multi billion dollar uh, conglomerate. And, you know, oh, they've been gay friendly. Let me uh, give you a a little hint. Now, uh, those of you who do not know who Jeffrey Epstein was, he's dead, supposedly. I won't go into that conspiracy theory. It has been revealed that, wow, this is years ago, while he was still owning what we call Pedophile Island or Lolita Island or whatever, Epstein's Island. And if you don't know anything about that, you need to look it up. It's very creepy. Disney was sending kids to Epstein's pedophile Island for snorkeling trips. What? For years, a Disney owned and operated Caribbean cruise line was, I'm reading from the article, was operating a snorkeling tour for kids to Jeffrey Epstein's renowned pedophile Island for kids eight and up. A day trip to Little St. James, sometimes known as Pedophile Island by the locals, cost 60 to 75 bucks. They didn't warn the parents, Disney, that Epstein's renowned island was owned by the notorious billionaire pedophile, describing it as the sun soaked, as sun soaked, rather, uh, the literature spoke of curious fish that dart back and forth in the beautiful blue water. I'm sure it's very nice there. But you also, you're sending your kids to a the pedophile's island? What, you know, why don't you just send them to the shark tank and get it over with? 
and uh, it goes on. I'm not going to sit, like I say, I don't like to sit and just read articles at you. you. You can look these things up. We have a serious issue and problem here. And people say, well, it doesn't really impact me. It does. A lot of this tracks right back to a place called China. How? Oh, good Lord. Drag King. I'm still kind of biting on that one a little bit. Let's hear something else while I gather my thoughts. Oh, God of pronouns. Oh, wait a minute. Before we go into this. <laughs> oh, you'll hate me if you're a Presbyterian. This this will be the end of clipping today. This is a Presbyterian pastor who actually is a female. Now, in most denominations, Church of Christ, as far as I know, the uh, Baptists, for sure, the largest denomination, if you can glom them all together. Uh, they don't go with female pastors. They don't believe that women should be pastors by what Paul wrote in the letters to like Timothy and Titus and everything else. But um, this is a Presbyterian female pastor. Let her, let her go on. And she's praying. This is her praying. Uh, I'm sorry, we missed the first part. She says, oh, God of pronouns. Praise to the great one, the one who was identifiable as God. I am what I am, you say, the great they, the incarnate he and she, the God of trans being, impregnating Mary, fathering God, Breastfeeding God of many breasts, you shadow, you shatter all stereotypes, making every single person male and female. Male and female, intersex, non-binary, in your image, exactly in your image. Spectrum, rainbow God, who put your promise for non-violence in the symbol for queer love, before humanity knew, because you knew. Who had Joseph, who could not sleep with a woman in a beautiful lady's cloak, perhaps of rainbow colors, before we knew, you knew. God of pronouns, who said, you can call me he or she or they, whatever makes you feel closest to me. enough of that (laughs) i'm telling you i'm about ready to rip my hair out and i don't even have any this woman says the god of pronouns the affirming this and that the god of trans the god of she says of joseph who couldn't sleep with a woman because he was wearing a rainbow jacket but he wasn't then his 
brothers had dipped it in blood and taken it back to their father to say that Joseph had been killed by a wild animal while they sold him into slavery to the Egyptians. Now, you know, here's the problem with all that. She's a pastor, supposedly. She's not. She can't be. And if you don't like that, I'm sorry. Oh, I've had people say, Jesus wasn't as judgy as you are. Well, okay, you need to read the Bible a little deeper. Listen to me very closely. Joseph, it did... He wasn't queer, okay, lady? He, it wasn't that he couldn't sleep with a woman. He was working in a man's house in Egypt known as Potiphar. Potiphar's wife, because Joseph, it says in a book, in the Bible, he was a, he was a good-looking kid. And she liked what she saw, Potiphar's wife, and she wanted him to have sex with her. And he refused because he knew it was wrong, first of all, to do that. It's committing adultery. He knew that it was wrong because it was his, uh, the guy that owned the house, his boss's wife. So he ran from her. And she trumped up charges and sent him off to prison for a bunch of years. He wasn't gay because his father gave him a rainbow coat. Noah, when he looked into the air and saw the rainbow, they have twisted. Now you have, a, good Lord, a Presbyterian, which is the, one, of the, one of the more orthodox religions, but you know, they've slipped way off. It's probably the first Presbyterians. And, and it, 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 they're talking, or was it Presbyterian USA is probably who it was. And it, can you can you wrap your mind around the fact that she says, you placed the rainbow in the sky so we know that everybody could be gay if they wanted to be, basically, is what she's saying. This woman is a loon. She should be fired immediately, defrocked of whatever the Presbyterians put on her, and be done with it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's ungodly. It's blasphemy is what it is. And we're not supposed to be a part of that. Now, I've got other stuff I can go on and on and on. Let's set something up. Ah, we got a couple minutes. Let's go ahead and talk about what is going on here. What is the real agenda? This has been going on for years. The endless wars to kill young men. You know, and we, we only look at one side of war. We look at the side that we are on. You know, Iraq, we lost four or five, four or 5,000 men. In Vietnam, we lost about 55 or 56,000. That's a lot. What did the other side lose? In Iraq, there was a, about a million people killed. A million. Nobody in war has clean hands. I just read an article, maybe if I remind myself later, 
in another in the next show. I haven't talked much about Ukraine today, just a little bit here and there. The Ukrainian president, Vlad Vlodomir, whatever, <laughs> Zelensky, was offered a peace agreement. It was offered to him by, uh, evidently it was the uh, the German chancellor got together, uh, however they do stuff, and uh, a, peace, a peace agreement had been put together between Russia and Ukraine, and he turned it down. Well, the other Vlad came in and said, okay. This didn't have to happen. All you have to do is maybe he had to give up the Donbass and, and maybe a couple of those regions were more predominantly Russian that the Zelensky had been bombing for the last eight years. Yeah, that's right. Dig a little deeper. Then, of course, there is the nefarious, notorious weapons labs of about 30 that we put there in Ukraine. I don't know why we weren't trying to get that taken care of. I I think, you know, you listen to these guys. They want us in that war. Why they want to do this. Why the queer stuff that seems to have reared its ugly head to indoctrinate, yes, groom and manipulate young children in the pre-K up into second grade, we start talking to them about all these things. Are you queer or not? Or, you know, do you know what? Whatever. If you can get more people to become trans or LGBTQ plus plus 67, the 89, whatever the numbers are, you get more people to follow that program, that agenda. It's part, they're not going to have kids. Two men together and two women together, a tran and a tran together, they cannot procreate. They cannot on their own. They can, oh yeah, they can adopt and they can do that. And they, Oh yeah, and they'll get the adoption first before the straight folks get it. God told people from the very beginning, Adam and Eve, the uh, folks that after the flood, go forth, go out and be, pro- be prosperous, multiply. That was his, God wants people. There's enough room for everybody. You know, sometimes we like, man, there's a lot of people anymore, but there's enough room for everybody. If we do this thing right, we never will. But they they don't want more people, the the globalists that are behind all this crap. They don't want more people. They want less people. They want to knock the population down from eight billion, eight B billion to five hundred million. It's easier to control a small population of people 8 billion to 500 seven and a half million people that have to die or a billion actually seven and a half billion bill b billion people have to die now i don't know that they'll ever get to that but it's on the georgia guidestones down on i think stone mountain georgia 
a guy by that only goes by the name of J.R. Christian, and there was only one guy who knew who he is, and he refuses. He's not. He's he's sworn to secrecy, and he kept it. I give him credit for that. They carved it in stone in about thirty different languages. That that's what their that's what their job is to do. They had nine other things there, the ten commandments of the globalists. And it sounds all conspiracy theory and all that. Until you start looking at these things, why are they trying to push these kids to become queer? Because then they won't have kids. They'll be able to adopt other people's kids, but they won't have kids. Why do we have to have these endless wars that kill millions of people? It knocks a few off, right? And then, you know, what if they unleash the nuke? Well, that's going to knock off a whole bunch more. Famine is on its way within the next year. I heard one guy, and I think I've said it already. I'll say it again. One guy said, a, a, a scholar, a person who is in the know, we could see in the near future 800 million people die from the various things that are going on. Starvation from famine, war, of course, is going to add to that. And uh, the jabs from the old virus that we don't talk about much anymore. It got put on the back shelf for a bit, but it'll it'll be popping back out before you know it. They're going to try to mask your kids up and all that kind of stuff. Who's behind all this stuff? Where does it really seem to stem from? They're really trying to push it, folks. They want this to happen, and they're not going to quit until it does. I've ranted and raved enough. Hopefully, the next time we come together, I'll talk a little bit about what China's figure uh, figures into this as. You remember the Bible talks about the great red dragon, and China kind of has that for their uh, mascot. Until next time, Tom Richardson with removing confusion, hopefully doing just that as we unveil the darkness and raise the curtain on what is happening around us. Have a great day. Goodbye.